welcome back to the Mortgage Motivation Podcast, and I'm your host, Gary Taylor. And uh, today we're going to be talking about bank statement loans. So someone that's self-employed that's looking to purchase a home, this is yet another option for you. Uh, one of my favorite type of loans to use with someone that's self-employed is the bank statement loan. All right. So when you're looking to use your traditional product, like going conventional, all of your government loans, you're going to show your gross income. Uh, when you're self-employed, you don't have that as an option. We have to go with what they call your net operating income. So how much are you truly making after you paid all of your bills, all your deductions have been made? You're basically telling Uncle Sam that, okay, even though I made $100,000 with my business, I wrote off $30,000. So truly to uh, Uncle Sam and to the lenders, you only made $70,000. So we have to use that as the income. So sometimes that may not work out in your favor. I've seen companies that made three, 400,000, but their true uh, gross income, I mean, net income was maybe 50, 60,000 a year. And that's not, a, wasn't enough to uh, provide them the funds that they needed in order to purchase uh, that dream home. So bank statement loans is another option for you. So that's, that's the critical part here is that we do have a lot of options for every type of borrower that we uh, come across. So yeah, so with this, you must be self-employed. 1099, a great program for you. We will take your bank statements. So just like the title of the, of the loan itself, we use your bank statements. So 12 months, 24 months, you can use personal and business tax returns, so, which is really good. You know, So if you can show uh, that income being a deposit into your account every single month, we're gonna use 100% of those deposits which is great. So you use 1% of that, but you know, we have to add in a, uh, uh, an expense in there. Cause you know, obviously you're going to have to pay some bills. There's uh, uh, third party uh, bills that have to be paid for with your business. We definitely understand that. So most lenders will use the 50% expense ratio. So for an example, if you show that you made $20,000 with your business and in the average that we come up with, so say we take those 12 months, we do an average, if the average is like uh, $20,000, then 50% of that would be 10 grand we can use, which is great though, because like I said, if you have a business that's that's bringing in a lot, but you actually have a lot of deductions, then you're gonna be left with what's left over. So that may not always work out in your uh, favor. So instead of you spending the extra money for your taxes, just so you could purchase that home, you can keep your deductions in your taxes and utilize a program like this and uh, still purchase the home that you wanna buy. All right. So that could be used with personal business tax returns, 12 to 24 months. But within that, some lenders, we all have to use is two or three months. So it just depends. But I just always like to put out there, it could be 12 months, it could be 24 months, but the lender themselves will let you know how much they need to see in order for you to qualify. You could use this loan program for your primary home, secondary home, or an investment property. So you do have more options. So you're not just locked into investment properties. Unlike the DSCR, it must be an investment property. Uh, with the bank statement loan, you could use with all three. So as long as it's a single family, primary, secondary home and investment, you could definitely use this product for that. As it pertains to credit scores, uh, I like to see a 660 and above. Now there are some lenders that will lend less than that, but you're gonna pay the price. <laughs> you definitely, going to pay the price. So you're going to see a higher rate. And with these loan products, that's 
on the non-traditional side, you will pay more in rate because it's more of a risk, which makes sense. Uh, 660 is what I say should be like your bare minimum. But me, I like to tell my investors like, look, let's see, can we get at least a 700 credit score? So that way you could be more aggressive uh, when it comes to your rate itself. So 660 as a minimum, but I like to see 700 and above to get into the little bit higher tier, but it's gonna be more beneficial to you uh, with the rate itself. And one of the questions that I get all the time, what is the down payment for a bank statement loan? So it's not like a, uh, a minimum down payment for a primary home that's like a FHA or conventional when you're putting down three and a half percent or 3% or 5%. Since this is a higher risk loan, you will look to put at least 10% down on the lower end, but uh, typically you're going to see 15, 20, 25% for the bank statement loans, but there are lenders that will allow you to go down as low as 10%. So it just depends on your strategy and what lender that we decide to use. For an example, if you're looking to use this as a primary residence, uh, having positive cash flow is not doesn't matter with that because you're living in that primary home is not an investment property so you say you know what maybe i can just put down 10 percent and keep my money and use that for investments that'd be fine but if you're looking at this as an investment property you may be looking at okay what will be my cash flow if i had my payment at two thousand dollars a month how much can i, I, I uh, charge the renter in rent every single month for me to make a decent amount on a monthly basis so with that being said, you may be looking into putting down a larger down payment. So that's what I kind of comes in at too. Usually you can use that for that strategy. If you want to have uh, more of cash flow, then you may want to put down a larger down payment. But to the lender, it looks better because now you're less of a risk because you put down a larger down payment. So your loan to value is going to be a lot lower. So something kind of think, think of there. And also when you put down a larger down payment, expect to see a difference in your rate as well. Lower down payment, slightly higher rates. More down payment, slightly lower rates. So take all that into consideration. Uh, one of the other things that I want to discuss is the reserves that you want to have when you're looking to uh, purchase uh, a property. So primary, secondary, an investment property, you want to show reserves. The lender want to see that if you're not making any income in any particular month, that you have a backup plan. So if you're showing the lender that, hey, even though I'm buying this property, after I purchase this property, I still have two months, three months, I have six months, 12 months of reserves. And what reserves are is you basically have enough money to still make your payments. So your principal interest taxes and insurance. So if your payment is at $2,000 a month and you have to show two months of reserves, that's $4,000 they wanna see after you close on that transaction, okay? And you just do the math from there. If you do six months, 12 months, you just multiply that principal interest payment by those months. And that would tell us how much money you would need. And it looks better to the lender because once again, you're least you're, you're less of a risk because you have reserves, more reserves that you have. And you want to show the lender that you are definitely qualified for this particular type of a loan. And you're not uh, as a large risk to them because you do have reserves set aside and that could be your your checking account savings account it could be a 401k it could be stocks anything like that anything that's liquid would count for reserves uh the other thing would be is your how much more are you paying out in a rate because you're going with a non-traditional type of a product so i'd say expect to pay one percent up to two percent more 
than whatever the uh, market rate is that particular day. So for an example, if conventional loans are 6%, expect to pay 7%, 7.5%, 8%, even possibly 9%. It all depends on the scenario. So sometimes with a higher credit score, more of a lar larger down payment, you can see that rate kind of fluctuate. But just like any other program, you can buy those points down to get a lower rate. So you still have that as an option uh, with these programs. So even though you may qualify at an eight and a half percent, you probably could buy that rate down to get it underneath uh, the eight or seven percent to you know, make the, uh, the, 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 the payment that you have a little bit more pleasing to you. So that's just another option for you is being able to buy down that rate. But that's basically how the bank statement program works. Uh, there's a little bit more involved. It all depends on the lender itself. They, all the lenders have their own separate overlay. So basically what they're saying is, even though the standard is uh, us showing six months of bank statements, we may want to see eight months of bank statements where every lender have their own overlays for that. So we'll just pick and choose which one would be uh, better for you as a client. But if, anytime you're talking to your lender, just ask, you know, how many lenders that you look at? Uh, so if we put down a 20% down payment versus 25% down payment, how much will my rate change? Or if I need to increase my credit score, how much do I need to increase my credit score by for me to drop my, my rate down by eighth or a half a point? So those would be some, you know, just a few questions to ask. But once again, the, the key things here is uh, the more you work on your credit, the more money you have set aside for your down payment, the more money you have for reserves, the better off this loan program can be for you. All right. One of my favorite loans for sure, because they're easier to do by far. And it's sometimes they close quicker because you don't have all the extra documentation that is so associated with this loan. But that's the bank statement loan. I hope all of this makes sense for you. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me at any time. All right. See you. Peace.